your guarantee. Like I said, Mayweather robs y'all, <laughs> bro. First off, I'm it's it's not lost on me that you look like a fucking dollar store Patrick Mahomes right now. <laughs> you look like you went to like like Wish and said, "Give me the Patrick Mahomes haircut." And they're like, "Who's Patrick Mahomes?" And you showed him like a grainy photo on an iPhone four, and he was like, "I got you, man. I got you." you yeah, know? that that is not lost on me. But Mayweather legitimately called himself today the best legal bank robber in the world. He said straight up, all y'all who paid $50 to watch this joke of a fight sucks to suck. I just robbed you. So it's fine. He can say that. Number one, we're going to address the haircut. Um, This is, I cut my dreads off. It's been a long time. I cut it off as soon as, you know, my gambling high streak really set in. So I'm a new look, new me. I went two for five. That's all right sense for, for what yeah. it's worth. I mean, I think it was the hair weighing me down. Now my mind is clear, focused. Number two, we saw Mayweather fight a completely different fight. And it's a fight that I've never seen Mayweather do before. And to me, it was a very, even if he's slow, because Mayweather looked slow for who he is. He looked slow, but he went forward. He went forward. We have never in our lifetime have seen Mayweather fully go forward. On Last time was 96 Olympics. Well, I mean, we've also never seen him fight somebody 50 pounds heavier than him on fight night. And this tall. So... He's never fought this tall of a fighter. He's never fought this big of a fighter, and he went forward. Yeah, He knew. He, he legitimately said, again, he's trying so hard not to clown Logan Paul and just straight yeah. up say, hey, this fight was fixed. Like, he's dancing around it. He wants to say so bad. This is a few good men. He ordered the code red. Like, he wants to say it so bad that he fixed this and he just robbed the world of $100 million. But he, he can't do it. In his head, he fixed it. In his head, he knew he wasn't going to lose. He wasn't going to get touched. And he only got touched twice. He, he legitimately said, uh, Logan Paul is a better grappler than I gave him credit for. After he said, I shouldn't be able to walk back somebody that much bigger and taller than me. I mean, okay. Mayweather, first off, you fighting a guy that walked into the ring 0-1 and is a YouTuber. The promo video was 20 minutes of Logan on how he made it where he is today with YouTube and walking into a forbidden forest and all the other things that Logan is good for, okay? 
So, of course, Mayweather is going to walk him down. Of course, Mayweather is not going to get touched. Of course. I don't know why Mayweather is talking all this hype like he just beat Pacquiao for the second time. He didn't. You didn't beat Canelo in his prime. You didn't. You beat Logan Paul, and you made $100 million, and then the rest of the world is waiting for, well, we're waiting for Jake to fight Mayweather. Bro, this is why you can't. I've been against this from the beginning, not because, like, I don't want to see Logan, like, the Paul brothers get their asses kicked because they're annoying and they kill turtles and they're just generally not good people. They're good for business, but they're not good people. Uh, The issue I'm going to run into every single time, the reason why, like, oh, no, like, Woodley's going to knock out Jake Paul. Like, bro, it doesn't even matter. Is this all Logan could say? Logan Paul is 0-2 in boxing matches. He has lost to a YouTuber, Mm -hmm. a fellow YouTuber, and then he just got to fight maybe the greatest pound-for-pound boxer of all time. Excuse me, excuse me. The greatest pound-for-pound fighter. Mayweather is the best fighter of all time. This isn't a barbershop. I'm not going to debate boxing history with you. (laughs) This isn't coming to America. Let's settle down. I'm, just, I'm not trying to argue. We'll just go with one of some might say the best fighter of all time. And mm-hmm. Logan Paul's out here after slow dancing for eight rounds in an unofficial exhibition match where he was 50 pounds heavier going, man, I can't believe it. I just I just fought for Floyd Mayweather and went the distance. He's a YouTuber. He has to sell his next video. I fought the whole time. No one knocked me out. No one hit me. The first thing Logan posted today or on Monday was, look at my face. Uh, just a couple, nothing really. I mean, I survived against the greatest boxer of all time. You're right. He did. He did. Will he go, do it against Deontay Wilder? No. <laughs> Will he do it against a current fighter? No, he wouldn't. Anybody his own up. age, anybody who's trained as long as he has, anybody same size. Even someone... Under 35. How about that? Under 35, same height and weight. Yeah, who's been boxing for five years. I'll take an uh, I'll take a guy that's smaller. I'll take a guy that's smaller than Logan to beat him up because you get an actual would Manny Pacquiao knocked him out. Who would Manny Pacquiao knocked him out? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Pacquiao would have went in there and I but then again, Pacquiao would have left himself a lot open than Mayweather would. So, like, you could have sent some real craziness, like Pacquiao taking a punch and then, like, getting stumbled. <laughs> but Mayweather, he didn't get touched. The first, the, the most exciting round was the first one. Logan got to take real shots at Mayweather and not one. Didn't get one in. And after that, I mean, it was pretty much Logan gassing himself out with two minutes left in the second, and the rest of the fight was ra- uh, grappling. I mean... It was fun. It was entertaining. Definitely wouldn't do that shit on a Sunday again. Is it good uh, for boxing? No, no. None of this is good for none of this is good for bo- what is this has nothing for boxing at all. Yeah. You I've heard had, I've, I've actually heard people argue that it's good for boxing. Uh, if Logan and Jake take it serious and actually start boxing real boxers, yes, it is good for boxing if Logan and Jake Paul enter into the boxing world. Boxing would be Back on top, celebrity-wise, because at that point, we're real fighters. We're fighting in our division. We're fighting the next guy up. Boom, that fight goes main card already. So, 
But and then they gotta win. And then when they do that, it's really over. Boxing's back. Okay. Until then, the UFC will still be crown of the fighting world. Until boxing can either put Canelo against someone that he can actually lose to, which they did that once, and it was kind of close. They didn't like that. But other than that, you got to get Canelo fighting, guys. Dana White had an interesting take. I Like, this is where... This is where it's tough for the UFC because the UFC has a much deeper roster than boxing right now. There are more people I would pay to watch fight in the UFC than people I would pay to watch box. You know, you probably have one guy that you'll pay to watch boxing right now. No, I'm three, four. They're four, five, six. Like I, again, I don't know like the divisions. I don't know the like weight classes, and there's always like unifying belts and stuff like that. So. Like the fact that boxing is all under so many different banners, in my opinion, hurts it for like the casual fan. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no undisputed unified heavyweight champion right now that you can get by. Or is there? Is it Tyson Fury? No. Or... No, I don't think Tyson is. I think he has to go up one yeah. to like anyway. one, two, something, something. Anyway, but like, like there's just. There's just it's hard to follow like all the intricacies like with F- with MMA it's there's other leagues but it's the UFC like, right. nobody nobody really gives a fuck about who's fighting in Bellator unless you're like seriously into MMA or you're like trying to scout people to come to the UFC yeah pretty much but, but because of that, they have to support a larger roster. They have to support a larger infrastructure. So the fact that they don't pay their athletes, do I think the athletes deserve a raise? Yes. But on the other hand, like I could definitely see where you're only going to want to pay maybe 10, 12 people, you know, millions of dollars per fight. Just because that like pay, it's very much up to pay-per-view. And let's be honest, how many pay-per-views this is probably a bad question for you. But out of there's what a paper uh, a fight night every week. Yep, fight night on Fridays or Saturdays. Out of fifty two weeks in the year, how many weeks of the year is the third fight on the card something that you would pay money to see? Ooh, uh, maybe four. Maybe four, maybe four weeks that there's like, oh, a big name guy. And a quarter, they usually throw up like three belts. Yep. Yep. See, that's the thing. Like, why are you going to get a chunk of the pay-per-view if no one's paying to see you? Mm-hmm. It's that paying athletes in college. Like, okay, does the quarterback from Alabama, does the Heisman Trophy winner deserve more money than – the you know white cornerback who's statistically never going to play in the NFL and nobody cares about. Do, do they deserve as much money as Dabo Swinney's kid, who's the seventh string wide receiver on Clemson? Um, like, it, it, like that, that's, so yeah, that, so that's the argument. I mean, that's the argument, and you know, you could get the books together. I, I think the UFC is a little bit handcuffed by always trying to have an apparel deal. Mm-hmm. But again, like that's they're still a young sport compared to boxing. Yeah, so, and I feel like if UFC actually opened up and had more weight classes, like find them in the middle, 
I think that might help him out a little more. Um, Dana's uh, refusal to go from 265 to 285, that's another thing. I Granted, those guys get a little more sloppier when they're that big, but you got to find actual talent in that 265, 285 range. Um, yeah, there's other things that UFC can definitely do to... Bro, just let them throw two patches. Let them throw two patches on their ass. Let, let me see Condom Depot again. <laughs> like, yeah, just get sponsors that are gonna pay you and that want that are happy to be in the UFC. That's gonna put commercials out there all the damn time. You can't just keep putting commercials on ESPN when they're showing your ESPN fight in pay per views on ESPN. Like or, you gotta or, advertise. Or give monster to everybody instead of just letting like six people apply for it. Like that that's the thing. Like the the UFC needs to find ways to diversify their income and make more money to pay fighters more. But Dana White even said like this was not a boxing match. It was a spectacle. People are always going to pay for a spectacle. The UFC mm-hmm. wants to be better than that. So if you want to go and you know trade whatever you know pride honor you have to go take a payday being a fighting a YouTuber, go for it. I guess. <sighs> My problem is he doesn't want a spectacle, but this is fighting. This is boxing. This, this is not even boxing. This is true street fight in a sense. Like your half fans are going to look at this like, oh, man, these are like they're not going to know like that's a Taekwondo fighter. That's a fighter from Brazil. They don't know those little things. So the spectacle is what you need. You need Masvidal and Usman to link up at a damn press. You need the jawing from Jake, the jawing from Lo- I mean, they showed up to your event, challenged three of your guys, and you didn't do nothing with it. People saw his face there and ordered the goddamn fight. They don't have, they don't have a piece. They're, they're not getting a piece of it. Or at least I don't think they're getting a piece of it. Find a way. The UFC, boxing, everything is a spectacle. When it comes to the, the art form of fighting, you need a spectacle to get people to watch it. You're not going to be able to do it with two humble guys that love each other, respect their craft. Hey, that's all good and dandy when you have a big name like Silva and another guy. Like, that was back in the day. Now that your sport is a little dying, time to ramp it up. Connor is a big name. He comes with spectacle. Even when he slowed it down, even when he toned it down, he lost. And now people are like, oh, well, Connor's not the same Connor. So now you're losing those fans. Because Connor's not the same Connor that they're used to seeing. You got to think about guys that are going to spend pay-per-view money once a year, twice a year for a spectacle fight like a Connor Bones Jones. If you get seven, eight of those guys that are always fighting when they see each other, you're going to get a lot more fans. It's very weird that Dana did that said that that way when your fights are only heavily promoted when guys get into each other. But at the same time, I don't think he wants to be Vince McMahon. If it happens, he'll promote the hell out of it. But well, he's not gonna, I don't think he's going to be like, hey, man, go go hit on his girl. Go, go slide into her DMs. See, see no. what happens. No. You know? Which, again, maybe it's just the difference between boxers and like true fighters like 
UFC MMA fighters. Maybe there's just a difference there with those disciplines. Yeah. But, but I understand not wanting to be Vince McMahon and push it, but also don't shut it down when a guy asks you, hey, did you see Magdalene Usman get into it? Yeah, it's a fucking disgrace. It's fucking dirty. Just fucking have these guys fight. Be professional. Like, no, don't, don't shut it down because all the young fighters that are watching that, oh, well, I want to be a big-name guy, but I don't want to piss off Dana. So they, just, they, at the same time, they got to walk a little bit of a line because they just got to a point where they can like do shit like fight in New York. Like mm-hmm. they're not that far removed from like cage fighting and groin punching. So I do get that where like he wants this stuff to happen, but he also has to be very careful that he's not like, oh, yeah, they got into it at a casino on a casino floor. And Vegas is one of our main spots that we hold this. We have our UFC headquarters here. I'm going to be okay with damaging casino property i mean see that's where the limit is can't throw punches you can get into faces faces you can't you gotta tell your goons and your people that you're with you can't throw punches just stand in the way and just think jay you're in vegas you're at a slot machine you don't really know the ufc events happening then a big commotion yelling like oh what's going on oh masvidal uzman's getting into it over there oh and then get thousands of cameras on it your phone every phone now it's blowing up like hey man i was there in the casino when these dudes were fighting oh when they fight man next week i ain't missing that that's where you get it let let the boys have a little fun but just put a leash on them in a sense tell them hey these are the rules if you guys are going to get into it like you are especially fighters like Usman and colby and colby covington they're going to meet up again and if they see each other in the streets, you know they're going to say something to each other. That's just how fighting works, especially when you have that bad blood. Dana just can't shut it down. Yeah, I, they they got to figure something out. But I, I do love that he is calling out the individual fighters who are being like, I want eight figures to fight. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, you mean when I just gave you a title shot and you just shit the bed? Hmm. And now you don't want to fight again until you're getting paid eight figures? Fucking loser. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. I mean, it's that is the thing. Like, Give them just one big contract. One fight, one big contract, but you're signed for five. So you're getting paid $14 million this one. If you perform well, you'll get to 16 If you don't do well, you're going to 12 10 8 you know? Find a way to give them a scale in the sense of performance. Yeah, I mean, I do think that that would be – that should be part of, like, their sliding scale is, yeah. you know, hey, did you get a knockout of the night, a fight of the night? Like, did you get a finish? Like, even going old – like, really old school and rudimentary being like, hey, how would you rate this fighter? I mean, even the PJ Tour. The PJ Tour is, like, things like $20 million this year that mm-hmm. they're dividing up between golfers based on who has the highest social engagement. Ah, okay. See, that's major. <laughs> so, like, Brooks Kepka doing all this shit with Stool and, you know, getting into it with DeChambeau, like, this could end up making him, like, an extra 10 mil at the end of the year. If he has, like, you know, the most Twitter followers, most retweets, most comments, most everything. So, like, there is a way to do it. Like, hey, even, like, have a fighter throw out, like, a promo code when they buy the fight. 
Like, like I like hypothetically, I love Cub Swanson. If Cub Swanson's fighting, I'm going to buy the fight, and I use like the Cub Swanson promo code, then he gets whatever my percentage of whatever the UFC would give to the fighters. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's a good way to do it. And you know, yeah, really reward people. I mean, I see like at least a dozen things that could go wrong here, but it's a start. Right. <laughs> Oh man! Well, Adrian's dad will be a millionaire. <laughs> well, before we get into any more fighting discussions, welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. Show me the money. My name is Angel. I'm with the lovely host Jay, and we're going to talk about a different kind of fight, a very intriguing kind of fight. Uh, you give up guaranteed money, kind of fight. Yes. Aaron Rodgers is not at camp and he gave up his uh, training money, which is about like $900,000. He just have, gave it up. Have they said they're going to find him? Um, they haven't yet. Because apparently that. they have a decision. They can take the money from him mm-hmm. or they can call it an excused absence and he still gets paid. I would only do that if Aaron calls. <laughs> like if Aaron's giving you a timetable or this and that, absolutely. But all the reports today out of the official camp today, Aaron wasn't there. Aaron didn't answer. And the Green Bay Packer did a great job at putting all his friends in front of the media today and asking and telling, yeah, um, I would be crazy to say I wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers back. But, hey, this isn't about the Packer. That's my friend. I agree with anything he's going on with. I understand it. But I got my another boy. man's money. Yep. That is your highest paid tackle or second highest paid tackle in the league. And um, soon to be the highest paid receiver in the league, Devontae Adams. Both of them came out saying we want Aaron Rodgers back. Uh, he's not returning any phone calls from the building. <laughs> like, like uh, you know, he's doing everything. They're doing everything they can, but Aaron Rodgers is at a complete standstill. They said that it has never been more off the tracks when it comes to their conversations. So I do not think, at this point, Jay, do you think he shows up? I don't think he shows up. I think he no. will work his way all the way out. I mean, I, he's got to be ready to retire. Yeah. I don't think – I just don't see a situation where Green Bay is going to be okay letting him go for nothing. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you're not going to get anything for him right now. I mean, Denver can still give you something. The contract's not too bad. Yeah, the, the issue you're going to run into is with Aaron Rodgers, Denver's a contender. That pick suddenly becomes in the late 20s. Yeah, but, I mean, you'd have to give them for multiple picks. So, a first, a third. Um, <coughs> yeah, I would want multiple you're have to get You'd have to get Drew Locke as well. You have to take one of the quarterbacks. 
You got to take one of them. I mean, you have Bortles, you have Bridgewater, you got Locke. So you got to give up one of these quarterbacks because Teddy's still on a big contract. So, uh, like, you have to give up something. And I think Drew Locke is your best bet to send him him a first, a third, and a six, seven the year after. You got something to move on. But you got to do it quick. And I would start doing it right now. Very, very quietly in person. Like, I would send my GM <laughs> to Denver and meet at a cafe, bug the place, and go, hey, we want to move Aaron Rodgers. But if the media, if anyone says I said that, I'm going to completely deny it. <laughs> because that's how you move Aaron. Because if anyone gets a little hankling of the Packers wanting to move him, you really won't get him back. And who knows what his mindset is. Maybe he does. Maybe he wants the Brett Favre type uh, treatment in a sense. I've been playing the game for you guys a long time. I'm not really going to show up until a week before preseason one. Boys yeah, I don't, I don't think they care. Again, yeah. if he just if he just said like, "Hey, I'm," a, I mean, Tom Brady's playing right now, but whatever. I think if he just like said, "Hey, I need a long off season," like Tom Brady took a long off season in New England, said he wanted to travel with his wife, said the the season's grinding on him and he needs a break. Like, if I were the Packers, I'd be like, "Okay, cool, Aaron. Can you not insult every single person we have running this team while we give you this break?" I mean, Aaron just needs to be more upfront. Just tell whoever the fuck you need to tell, I'm not going to come back. I'm done. I want to be traded. Or get me until fucking preseason three. I'll be there. Don't worry. You know what I could do. I'm in shape. Don't worry about it. The worst part is you're doing all this. Like Aaron is doing all the granted, he is the MVP of this season. He did have a great year. Yada yada yada. If you do all this, oh that's bad. If you do all this and you don't come back at a high caliber MVP type, everyone's gonna look at you like, hey man, those fucking couple months you took extra, that's your problem. Because now you're sitting here like, well, go ahead and vacation, but you better come back nice and ready to go. Because if he's not, then what? Is he Tom Brady or is he Peyton Manning? If he's Tom Brady, this is fine. If he's Peyton Manning, he's got two years left and he's going to start looking awful. Hey, uh, question for you. How many rings does Peyton have? Uh, That he earned or that he has? He has. Two. Two, okay. Rodgers has one. Uh huh. All right. So we're talking about a. They've earned the same amount of rings. Payton Payton's ring should have Von Miller's name on it, but <laughs> just a duplicate order sent to Manning's house. Yeah. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is a still high caliber quarterback. Um. He just needs to. I don't know what is his. I don't know, bro. What, what you're not moving to a team that's a winner. You're on a winning team right now. The winning, the closest team to take you to the Super Bowl is this one right now, this year. 
Because then you're going to go into 38, 39, 40. And if you're in Denver, then what? We're going to get Their into defense this. defense is mediocre. I mean, we're going to get into this, but Packers aren't trading him to the NFC. No. And I do not want any part of the AFC this season. It's weird. You've got you've got some like uh, we were talking about it. I think overall, if you take like team one through team sixteen, the NFC is better. But you've got monsters in the AFC. I I think that is fifty one forty nine in that comparison because AFC has some elite offenses, but the NFC does rank in the top defenses. I mean, barring the Browns, clearly. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. You saw an NFC player move to the AFC. Um, Julio Jones has been traded to the Tennessee Titans. Before we move off of Aaron, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback to win a Super Bowl and an MVP and only play for one team. It's time to he's the only quarterback to do it since last year. All right. The to this moment right now, (laughs) Rogers is the only quarterback to do it. This is this random. Would you trade Aaron Rodgers for Ryan Tannehill in a first? Yes. Absolutely. If you're both teams? Yes. He's not happy here. And Ryan Tannehill is a mediocre Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers loves Nashville. And you get a first. I mean, Julio didn't even get a fucking first, so I'll take it. Aaron Rodgers on that team? Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Here. Browns, Chiefs. Titans, just killers. Throw the Bills in there. And the Patriots coming back. And the Patriots, great monster teams. Patriots with the number two offseason, according to Bleach Report, and then top in a top three offensive line. They said they're rate number three. And by the end of the season, the way their young talent is developing, they could be number one. Who's the number one team? The Browns have to be, right? The Browns did so much. Yeah. I don't know. And they still have one more move to go for the Browns, and I'll be so happy. One more move. But, yeah, Julio Jones is a Tennessee Titan. Looks like he'll be wearing number eight. And looks like he has all his $32 million right now. We haven't seen anything of reconstruction. We haven't seen I mean, it has to be. I feel like the cap would be way over. I mean, they don't technically have to be under the cap until, what, the last cut day? Yeah. So, I mean, I get it, but, like, everybody's saying, hey, Indianapolis Colts are number two, by the way. No. Browns, Colts, Patriots, Saints. (laughs) They giving the Colts that much credit because of fucking Carson Wentz? It's offensive lines. Oh, offensive lines. Because of Quentin Nelson. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, So, yeah, it's Browns, uh, Colts, Patriots, Saints, Buccaneers, top five. 
And Chiefs at number seven. Cowboys are number six still, which is interesting because they've lost some talent. Worst uh, to fucking almost first. <laughs> almost. Which is – and the Rams are eight, which I don't understand with Andrew Whitworth being 40 years old. Don't they have a, lot, a whole bunch of young guys, though? They lost their center. I know that. Yeah. But, and they're, they're – like I said, their left tackle's the second oldest player in the league. And the Lions are number 10. Good for Jared Goff. Maybe they'll actually be able to run the ball this year. Yeah. Sneak peek, DeAndre Swift is a great running back fantasy to look at. Please take a look at DeAndre Swift. Yeah, if you can catch touchdown passes. Julio Jones, second and a fourth, though. Not a first. I mean, we knew that. Again, yeah. If he restructures that contract, I think they get a first for him. Still, maybe not because he's thirty-two. You you've seen the work. We talked about the worth of these receivers all all off season when all these receivers are still on the board. Some of them, some big names, still on the board for receivers. So for think, Julio to get traded for a solid first, that's tough. Especially when next year you could probably get a receiver for a first. Julio doesn't miss time though, man. I understand. Like here's the thing, Larry Fitz is. You put up numbers to was 41. Like, Julio Jones could play, like, another five years. Easy. For $32 million? No. That's what I was saying. If you restructure. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, restructures, yeah. he restructures. He's making 20 – or what was he making this year? 28, I think we said? Yeah, but one of the qualifications for Julio Jones was a big-arm quarterback. Is Tannehill that big-arm quarterback? Like, I've always seen Tannehill as just a plug-and-play, you know? Here's Derek. Here's your 10-yard out. Here's your one slant that I'll – or one corner that I'll give you, but – I mean, who has he had to open it up to? I mean, he's had a good receipt. I mean, A.J. Brown AJ Brown is there. Corey, uh, Corey Davis, Davis, Davis fast, was there. Though. He's not huh? that fast. He's not that fast. He's not a speedster. Yeah, but it's – I mean, Julio's not a speedster. So now it's like – He's another body you're going to have to cover over the top for sure. But now, I mean, is it, is Tannehill going to throw it up and give you that throw-up ball? Yes. Julio's going to have to win those because A.J. Brown, he's known for going up and getting it. So now you have two guys that will go up and get it, and you don't have your tight end. You lost Corey Davis. So now you're sitting at who's in your slot. You got to get a fast guy. You got to get a speedster, someone that's 5'10", that could do that shit, you know? So it's going to be very interesting to see what that offense looks like. But then again, doesn't really fucking matter. Because if you have to put eight in the box because Henry's there and let Julio or A.J. Brown go one-on-one, it's going to be fucking crazy. But I think Ryan Tannehill moves up to top three when it comes to hot seat, because if he's not able to perform with this offense now moving to looking like a 50-50 type offense, it's going to be very interesting because now they're going to be like, well, who's not happy? Who can we go get? Oh, shit. Aaron's not happy. I mean. Julio, I need you to take like $4 million this year. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the question is, what are the odds Derrick Henry 
goes for 2K two years in a row. First running back to go back to back. I'll take it. I will very I will take those odds. Um but I'm very worried that their offense does change a lot. I think the offense, I know it's still Mike Babel, so but with the same thing Cleveland before uh, A.J. Brown got hurt, <coughs> or before um, OBJ got hurt. A.J. what? Uh, OBJ wasn't happy with the offense and how it's set. Hopefully Julio is okay at 32 to go, hey, man, yes, give it to him so I don't have to take too many hits. I will block. Hopefully their mindset isn't the same because if Julio comes in, like, no, 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 I still need to put up those top-tier numbers. It's not going to happen. And you got now, I have a disgruntled receiver that you got for two and a four. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Julio's supposed to show up uh, Thursday, Friday. Um, two conversations that they're having a lot right now is, is Mason Rudolph ready to take over Ben Roethlisberger's job and the receiving, or excuse me, the quarterback battle in New Orleans. Are they really gonna? Are they really gonna try to make Mason Rudolph happen? Yes. So we will touch on those things uh, in later shows. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are in money back guaranteed playoff mode. We are back talking about the series. We're going to talk about the hottest thing on earth right now, and that is the ice. NHL hockey has really ramped up, and we are excited. This is fun. We have, I'm going to talk about the series 2-2 Colorado and Vegas. If you guys are following us on IG, money back underscore, money underscore back underscore podcast, you will see that I picked Vegas tonight to win this, to take the lead in this series. They are two and two. On the road. On the road. Uh, the Canadians took a nice, nice sweep over my Jets. My Jets are gone without making any noise. I blame that on the NHL and their shitty-ass fucking That's suspension bad. system. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning Looking like they're taking care of Carolina very swiftly. They're up 3-1. And we have the Islanders and Bruins, the series of the NHL right now. And that is three to two Islanders. What do you want to break down first? Man, this series has been just frustrating. And here's my issue. I have a few issues with the NHL, but 
one thing that's consistently happened over time in the NHL is there is a shocking track record of if a coach criticizes the referees, the refereeing actually changes the next game. Oh, shit. Like, I remember a few years ago, I think Boston was playing somebody, maybe Vegas. I don't remember. But they criticized the refs. The other team criticized the refs. The Bruins got, like, four or five penalties the next game. They just got destroyed. And then Boston criticized the ref, and it swapped the next game. Boston got, like, four or five power plays, won the game. Uh, Barry Trotz, the head coach of the Islanders, criticized uh, Brad Marchand's uh, face-offs. He said – literally said in no uncertain term he said he is cheating and they're not calling it and the next game guess what the islanders dominated the face-off circle and brad marchand got or uh not brad marchand uh that's gonna bother me let's cut this <laughs> patrice bergeron that was it patrice okay. bergeron got called off the face the face-off circle like five six times that's Damn. huge and the Bruins are taking the dumbest penalties. Their defense in the third and fourth line is absolutely trash. It's super banged up. Uh, I don't think Grizzlick is even traveling to New York for game six. Uh, Lazar on a clean hit, tripped over somebody and like banged up his knee. I don't know if he's going to play in game six. But the Islanders are doing the same penalties the Bruins are, and they're not getting called for it. And finally, uh, Cassidy called the refs out on it, said – we're by no means a clean team, but we're just as dirty as the team we're playing and the penalties don't show it. Cited specific examples. And it's true. The Bruins should have won that game. They got saved by the Islanders, got saved by power plays, all good power plays, but the Bruins aren't getting the same calls. And he was fined 25K for criticizing the officials. So five times more than uh, Tom Wilson got for (laughs) – assaulting someone on the ice uh but we'll see how how that affects the officiating next game because i do think if this game is called the way it should be the bruins should win Semyon varlamov is playing out of his fucking mind just on his head right now and it's very frustrating but the bruins are getting good chances and they're out shooting them they should be winning in the face-off circle all the numbers they are doing very very well they just need to play on even ice yeah so i i am going to probably not bet the game because i'm going to be too nervous but i i do have the bruins taking this to game seven and then it's it's anyone's bet i don't want to bet against the bruins in in boston but i think i think if the islanders win they have to do it in game six okay nice nice and then Vegas and Colorado, which is a very, very interesting series now that um, it's tied up 2-2. Colorado takes a very, very strong commanding lead in those first two games. We thought that this was going to get ugly fast. We thought Minnesota took a lot out of Vegas, but they found a way to come back. The series is tied 2-2, and... Vegas is plus 125 tonight. I got Vegas winning this game, making it 3-2. What do you got? 
I uh, I'm going Colorado at home. I they're just good at home. I think they've been playing terrible the last couple games, and I think they know it. I like them to fix it because they're a good team and they're a deep team, and they just need to keep holding out so they can get Nazim Kadri back. Gotcha. Yeah, because the winner of this series is going to go against the Canadians that have been sitting for already three days. They swept the Winnipeg Jets. But a lot of things that I've read and watching Vegas and Colorado, how they skate, watching Canadians in the Jets series, Colorado and Vegas looks like a way different team. Like they look stronger, faster, and their goaltending is elite right now. They're going to have – Canadians are going to have a big battle when it comes time to this Final Four. And I think they have a better chance at beating Vegas than they do Colorado, but I do have Vegas kind of going all the way here now. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Lightning Hurricane, they play tonight. Uh, series is 3-1. Who do you got going in that one? Uh, I would like for Carolina to win. I, uh, I don't know that they will. I might yeah. bet the three-way line and bet a draw. No, I think but... it goes to overtime, and I think the Lightning pull it out. I just think they're too good. But I definitely could see Carolina making it interesting. Very interesting. Man, that kind of wraps up hockey, man. We only have four uh, four series going on right now. So, very, very interesting how that goes. Three now. Yeah, three now. Sorry. So, um, let's move to basketball. Um, very interesting that you brought up the uh, Bruins and Islanders uh, critiquing the referees because we're having the same issue in the NBA. Um, 76ers uh, coach Doc Rivers and Ben Simmons comes out talking to the media addressing Ben Simmons' defense. Now, Ben Simmons is 6'10", 235 pounds, and Ben Simmons can guard one through five. We've talked about this. Now, they're getting a lot of touchy fouls when it comes to Ben Simmons guarding Trey Young, and the only reason why is because Trey Young is 6'2", 180 pounds soaking wet. So when you get a big guy like Simmons that is just as fast as Trey, can be right on top of a player, and the referees are calling every little touchy foul, that becomes an issue. So Doc Rivers and Ben Simmons go to the media addressing their, uh, addressing their issues about the refereeing. They don't specifically say anything, so they do not get a fine. But we do expect a different outcome when it comes to these refereeing Ben Simmons and Trey Young's matchup. The Hawks are up 1-0 in this series. The hot, the Hawks looking like a very hot team, looking really good. Trey Young putting up phenomenal numbers, but it's the 76ers. They had went to the wire with them. Ben, uh, Embiid is still dealing with the knee, but it looks like he's still getting to 100%. 
hopefully the refereeing gets addressed tonight. But the Hawks are up 1-0. What do you think about the Hawks right now going against a banged-up Simmons or banged-up Embiid and Simmons? I mean, this is where Ben Simmons has got to make his money, dude. Yeah, and I think he's not a scorer to get off him. He's not a scorer. He's got to do something to shut down Trey Young because outside of Trey Young, Atlanta team doesn't deserve to be where they're at. They need Trey. Trey Young has been the best player in the playoffs. Sorry, Luca. Sorry, you know everybody. Sorry, Kyrie. Sorry, Harden. Trey Young has been the best player in the playoffs. Sorry, Devin Booker. Yeah. But he's going against a defensive player of the year candidate, which I feel Ben Simmons is going to win it this year. Ben Simmons is not. Yeah. Ben Simmons is not going to let Trey Young blow by him. He's fast enough to get in front of him. And they're calling a lot of blocking calls. They need to fix that, especially with Ben Simmons on Trey. If Trey doesn't get to that spot first, you can't call it. If Trey uses an elbow to extend for space, you got to call the offensive foul. That's where a lot of it's going on, and you got to put Ben on on the bench four or five minutes early because he's in foul trouble. You got to – we know there's no hand-checking in the NBA. Benson is not hand-checking. He's getting to the spot first. That's what defense is. Let these boys play defense. Stop being soft because he's the hottest player in the game. He's the hottest player in the playoffs. So does he deserve some calls? Yes, but only if he beat Simmons. And last game, Trey had a very hard time getting around Simmons. Now, moving on to the Suns and Nuggets series. MVP Jokic just announced right now. Um, I think if Embiid didn't get hurt, Embiid would have got the MVP, but injuries happen, so Jokic is the MVP. Just so you know, I believe you were earlier in our podcast life saying uh, uh, Sixers sweep. Yep, Sixers sweep. Uh on DraftKings right now, Ben Simmons is plus 1,100 to win Defensive Player of the Year. And Rudy Gobert is minus 3,335. Let's pretty much put it in the bag. And I don't agree with that at all because I do agree with Ben Simmons. Uh, Rudy Gobert cannot guard point guards. He can't guard shooting guards. He has a hard time guarding small forwards. Rudy Gobert is a paint guy. Ben Simmons can guard Trey Young to Jokic himself. And when he was on Jokic, the matchup, Jokic, they lost that game. Simmons did a great job. You got to respect a guy that can do it from one to five. Rudy Gobert has he's the two time winner. This is gonna be a third, right? Or I believe so. Be a second. Third. I think he's like two time winner of this MVP or the defensive MVP. I get it. He is doing a lot. 
Jazz wouldn't wouldn't really be where they're at if they didn't have that paint presence around the rim. But when Ben goes, I got LeBron, I got KD, I got Harden, I got Kyrie, I got Tatum, and he matches up well with those guys, and those guys have off nights, Rudy Gobert is not doing that. Rudy Gobert isn't stopping Harden at the paint. Or, excuse me, uh, Durant at the cup. Because Durant will just blow by him or pull up. Rudy's not that fast. So, I definitely feel like if they're going to give it back to Rudy, they're stealing it from Simmons. And they really need to figure out what they're going to do with this defensive player of the year because that's complete bullshit. Hot take, but, there it is. Either way, you <laughs> went over two, so just own it. Yeah, I went over two. I mean, not yet. They haven't made the defense player of the year yet. I might hit on my plus eleven hundred. So, um, I think the Nuggets are done. I think the Nuggets lose to the Suns in six. Um, not having Jamal Murray out there is really going to tell in this series. They were fine beating Damian. Damian doesn't know how to win out of the first round anyway. He doesn't know how to get out of the first round. They took him all the way to seven. Okay. This is where it shows. Because now you got Chris Paul, Booker, and then Jokic has to actually deal with a rookie that is very good in DeAndre Ayton. They really don't have anybody who matches up great against Booker. They don't. And Jamal would Murray. Would have been Jamal Murray. Exactly. And that, and it really will tell in this series. And I think Booker just kind of takes over the series. And granted, Jokic is going to have his games. I think Jokic is going to have another 40-point game with 15 rebounds. He's going to do what MVPs do in that situation, but he just doesn't have enough. Not enough juice. Not enough juice. Um, but there is juice in one series that everyone keeps counting out. Everyone keeps counting out this series, but there is juice there. And they're going to Milwaukee. They're moving the series over. Harden is not in. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Milwaukee I have made so much money on the Brooklyn Nets. The last two games. And I talked to this man. I talked to this. I talked to this Patrick Mahomes Walmart version. And I said, bro, plus 100, even odds that the Brooklyn Nets, the all-star team, the Brooklyn Nets, the Eastern Conference all-stars are even odds against Giannis and a bunch of scrubs. This fucking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, this damn. Vegan Wayne Gretzky thinks he knows some shit about basketball, thinking that everyone else on the Milwaukee team is some scrubs, but it's not the case at all. The Milwaukee team is built very well. True Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis. Uh-huh. There's players there that match up well with Brooklyn Nets. They just haven't put it together yet because 
they're letting the nets run up and down the court, up and down the court. They the Bucks feed into Milwaukee's game when Milwaukee's game is the half court set. Blake Griffin is back, and you weren't counting on prime Blake Griffin doing his best Dennis Rodman impression. Prime, prime is four years ago. Blake is looking cute right now. That's did it. You, did you did you see Blake Giannis existed. looking? Did you see Giannis looking up at him as he was dunking on his face, winning by Giannis almost forty out, points? He was out of position. If Giannis was in position, he would have dropped Blake in his head. Come on now, he, Giannis was not in. Okay, Blake looks good. Blake looks like he is the old Blake. This shit is cute. Not consistent. It's cute. So we'll see going into Milwaukee. The Nets have a 2 0 lead. They won both games with more than 15 points in each. The game changes here. I think the Bucks will take a game here in Milwaukee. Harden is out with a hamstring issue. He is out for now two, almost two full games. And I think that is an actual issue. Like, people don't think that's an actual issue. It's an actual issue because I think they will find an answer for Durant and they will allow Kyrie to do what Kyrie does, but Kyrie will have one of those shitty fucking games that he has. So, and that will catapult them into having the momentum off this game to tie it up and go back to Brooklyn. So, there is some juice in this Milwaukee team. Just wait on it. I'm not even a Milwaukee fan. I bet 15 units on the Brooklyn Nets, and I won 15 units. And guess what? If they are the underdogs in Milwaukee, I'll fucking do it again. I mean, I'll do it too, bro, but, like, <laughs> I, there's no Same way. Same with your chest, Angel. No. What do you got? I think Milwaukee Milwaukee wins this next game, and if you put a lot of units on it, you're gonna you're gonna count on you're gonna listen to this back, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, I should have listened to him when he said Ooh. Milwaukee going into Milwaukee, Brooklyn plus one forty five. Careful, Jay. Don't put. Hey, you gonna be going back to your wife? Like, hey, man, I I felt it. It was wrong, but I felt it. Fifteen units. I just did it again. <laughs> All right, watch. It's a different ball game, ladies and gentlemen. By the it's time the Nets game. are in the finals, I'm gonna be putting my house on them because they're gonna <laughs> sweep in the finals. Sweeping. All right. You're talking. Kyrie's gonna break Chris Paul. I'm gonna move on. Kyrie's gonna do a crossover dribble, and Chris Paul's knees are gonna sound like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. First off, you're very weird that you thought the Suns are going to make it all the way to the dead. You don't think this Clippers team has an answer for this fucking Nets team? You really don't think this Clippers team has an answer? If play, if pandemic, <laughs> excuse me, let me put some respect on my boy's name. If playoff P actually keep playing like this, you honestly think that it's going to be a sweep of the Clippers? Sweep of the Clippers, bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bet me thirty dollars, bro, bro. That the Blake Clip, Griffin, the Blake Jack, Griffin will go for fifty and fifty. No, if the Blake, Clippers Blake Griffin the will Nets go for fifty. 
Blake Griffin's going to go for 50 and 50, and he's going to teabag the logo at halftime. 50 and 50. Bro, if, if Blake Griffin plays the Clippers in the NBA Finals, he might go to jail. <laughs> yeah. What would you rather see, Chris Paul against Blake or the Clippers and Blake? Either way, I got Blake. <laughs> no. All right, man. You're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your fucking mind. I, th- I think Phoenix is a, a tougher matchup for them by far. <sighs> I think because Clippers, it's, a, it's weird absolutely. matchups. Or the Jazz? Jazz? Uh, the jazz is different. Kawhi and and Kawhi and and Paul George will not get swept by this Nets team. No, assuming, assuming Harden doesn't play another game, I think the Suns are the toughest matchup for the Nets to match up. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I think you put Booker on Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I think you got Aiton down low, and that's going to make things difficult for KD, who's probably or Blake, whoever's down there. I think they're the tougher matchup. I don't think they get there, though. I think Zubak and the bigs for Clippers with Reggie Jackson guarding Kyrie and the claw on KD and Paul George on Harden is the absolute nightmare matchup for the Nets. I don't see that matchup healthy, 100%. I do not see that matchup. I'd see that shit going to game seven, and I'd see the Clippers win. That's if that, if that, if that happens, if that happens, we will we will put some money on we will put we will some money down. Some money. But the Clippers go against the Utah Jazz tonight. Um, breaking news, Mike Conley is out of the game one. He has a hamstring issue, so that is gonna be something to look for. Going into your upcoming bets in this series, um, the health of Mike Conley, because Mike Conley is a phenomenal piece for that offense. That offense kind of works around Mike Conley with Donovan Mitchell. So it is going to be very interesting. I think uh, Donovan Mitchell moves to the one position and they will keep going forward. But uh, this Clippers team is finally clicking. They had a very weird series against Dallas, but they found a way to win that. They're going to move forward here. Um, I see the Clippers winning in six. Do you want to hear some crazy odds here? What you got? Uh, Atlanta Hawks against the Philadelphia 76ers, plus 230. Mm-hmm. Denver Nuggets uh, against Phoenix Suns, game two, plus 210. Yep. I had both of those pegged at like plus 150. <laughs> yeah. They... Okay. I, do I think they cash? No. But does it interest me enough to where it makes me want to put money on it? Yeah, it really does. Um, so the Suns are playing in Phoenix. So that's going to be a very tough matchup right away. And also, Hawks are playing in Philly. So, I think uh, – I don't know. It's going to be tough. I think I'd put my money – if I had to pick one and put my money on the Nuggets over the Hawks. Do you want to hear what 
Vegas thinks the NBA Finals are going to be. Yeah. The favorite for the NBA Finals, Utah Jazz versus the Brooklyn Nets, plus 210. Mm. LA Clippers, Brooklyn Nets is plus 300. Put my money on Phoenix Suns, Brooklyn Nets is plus 325. Utah Jazz, Philadelphia 76ers is plus 1400. Uh, and number five, it's a tie at plus 1800. Clippers, Sixers, and Jazz Bucks. I'm excited for that. If everything <laughs> out, I'm excited for Sixers, Nets. So that would be a very interesting series. Man, I'm, putting I, a lot of, I'm putting a lot of units on that for sure. It would be a damn shame if that happened and if Embiid like limps through this series and you have really banged up Embiid going against the Nets. Yeah, that's why I hope I hope this fucking series goes in five because if the Nets find a way to get to if the Nets find a way to sit for a while and looks like Harden won't come if the Nets find a way to win in in Milwaukee to, tomorrow. I don't think we'll see Harden this series. So Harden will sit for like two weeks and then gets to see the Sixers. That's gonna be tough. I mean, I'm just looking. Uh, if you want to bet the series, so who will win the series? You got Hawks plus one twenty. You got Clippers plus one ten. And you got Denver plus 270, Milwaukee plus 350. Ladies and gentlemen, put your money on the Clippers to win this series. It is easy money. Plus 110, baby. Easy money. Easy money. The Sixers found their stride. Or, sorry, the Clippers found their stride. Put your money on these boys to win. 100%. I'm excited because once the NBA all wraps up, we're going to talk about uh, some key free agents for the NBA. Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. Those are your top five free agents, all unrestricted. They can go to any team. We will be breaking that down once the NBA Finals is wrapped up. Yes, sir. Love it. So, the boys of summer have an issue, bro. What is it? What are we, what are we talking? What are we talking? We're talking cheating. That's what we're talking. The MLB has put in a full investigation on all their clubs for foreign substances used by pitchers. They are investigating a clear water-like substance that gets the uh, pitcher's hand and the ball gives it uh, half a grip or some shit like that. So it literally dries up the ball and your hand to throw that curveball heavier to cut that uh, cutter faster. And they're putting a full investigation on all their teams. I did. I haven't seen videos about that on Twitter. 
Have you yeah. ever used – I mean, you weren't a pitcher, right? Not for a long time, at least. No, I pitched maybe 20 innings in my life. That was it. In 20 different games. So, And I was didn't get three outs. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never allowed to pitch, so. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, I have no idea, like, how that whole thing works. Yeah, so it's very interesting how they do it. A lot of guys back in the day they used to use tar, and that's sticky, and it gives you that grip. So My, my only experience is uh, Major League. <laughs> it's all about where you grab the laces. So if you grab the laces a certain way, and you, like I was a knuckleball pitcher. Like I didn't, I didn't have any gas in my arm. It was all just all speeds and whatever my fastball was. So like, I would always constantly dry my hands on my pants, and that's something which I believe the MLB kind of forbids from pitchers. They have to either use their hat or use their glove or something like that. I think that's a rule. So for that to happen. The substance gotta be in your gloves somewhere. And they're just wiping it like a gel and throwing the ball. And I don't understand how many more advantages these pitchers need. They already deaded the ball in the beginning of the season. Now you're using this substance. This is the same thing. This this should be held at the same caliber as trash can hitting. And pitch the same thing. Took it to a whole nother level to try to change the, the manipulate the game to give you an advantage. And I feel like there's a few pitchers that are going to get found out about this. I mean, the plus and, side, the Twins bullpen is safe as hell. No, absolutely 100% safe. 100% safe. It is not us at all. I thought the Twins were going to have a great year. They're in fourth place right now, 24 Woof. and 35. Woof. Yeah, the leader in that division is the White Sox at 36 and 23. Just donating money. Yeah. Maybe we'll get hot after the break, Angel. Yeah, the break is uh, coming up soon, hopefully. Not soon enough for this Twins club. But um, definitely going to see what happens there. Um, your leaders in the MLB, uh, the Rays are even the least – or the Rays are leading the East, White Sox in the Central, the Athletics, I can't even name their city anymore because they want to move. They're in the top of their division. Mets, Brewers, and the Giants, all leading their divisions. Uh, the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays at 38-23. and 23. That is your MLB wrap-up. I know we're heavy hockey, heavy basketball, but I cannot wait to break into baseball soon enough. Bring back the devil rays, cowards. Do a Jeter. Those jerseys were phenomenal. Oh, they're so good. Ready for the picks of the week? It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The Money Back Guaranteed Picks of the Week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. 
Oh, I'm ready. I'm going to keep it simple. We're going to try to swap until NFL, until football comes back and do an A. Monday show out Tuesday and a Thursday show out Friday. Well, we could get it done earlier this week, so it'll just be some simple picks for me. I don't think I got a lot. How about you? Um, I don't have too many picks. I have just uh... – yeah, I'm going to keep it very simple as well. I got three picks. I'm excited. Um, I am going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Talked about it all show. I'm going to stick to that plan. Milwaukee Bucks to beat the Nets at home. I am going to go with the Bruins to get this series tied up and to go to game seven. And I am going to take Clippers to beat the Jets. I was going to say I was taking the Yankees minus four and a half, but, you know, I'll leave the Twins alone. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of stick it similarly. I'm doing my multiple unit, multiple unit bet on the Brooklyn Nets. Like I said before, they are just the best team that I've ever seen on the court together. And they literally lost – a former multiple-time scoring champion, and they just have another multiple-time scoring champion to take his place. It's completely unfair. Uh, Is the NBA broken? Maybe. We can discuss that another time, but I'm taking Brooklyn plus 145. Already put it in. Cash it. Uh, And then I'm just going (laughs) to bet Boston. Uh, I mentioned how refereeing does stay fluid. Uh, I think the league would like this to go to a Game 7 anyways. The Bruins have been the better team all but one game of this series. I'm going to take the Boston Bruins money line. I'm going to take a minus one and a half plus 190. And I'm going to take the over five and a half plus 125. All right. Sounds like we're rocking and rolling for this week. Four to two. Bruins win. All right. Called it. Pointed out to left field and called it. Please, thank you for listening to Money Back Guaranteed. It was another wonderful show. Please check us out on all the social media platforms and listen to us on all podcast platforms. I've got puppies all over my house, so when they leave, I'll get the social up and running again. I have a couple videos of me to post. We'll try to keep you updated. Share, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Help us grow this thing. Yeah. Shout out, shout out <laughs> KHL MVP Vadim Shipachaya for from Dynamo for winning the uh, oh. regular season MVP. Got the golden stick. Couldn't find oh. odds. I wanted to bet on it. I couldn't do it. I uh, would definitely not going to try to repeat that fucking last name. <laughs> Jeez. Leave my haircut alone, all right, man? Look, I you know we talk about it the whole show. They won't even see these luscious locks until later, right? So don't worry about it. I just, you know, when you show up looking, the haircut doesn't bother me. It's the fact that I know you're trying to be Patrick Mahomes and you probably showed your barber a picture of him. No. I'm like, come on, man. No, this is not. Seven? 
not even close. I am going through uh, redoing my hair for the wedding that I have. So I uh, cut my hair and I'm gonna re-dread it and make it nicer. Patrick Mahomes does not have dreads. The weekend does not have dreads. The guys that I think is amazing because they win multiple awards and MVPs and Super Bowls, you hate on. I'm you're, not, gonna be at, you're gonna be at the altar with a headband on and some Oakleys. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm older than them, so pretty much they copy me. So watch. Fair, it's fair. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Unfortunately, shout out I am older than them. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out you for being a trendsetter. Hey, man. What can I say? The new trend I'm starting is listening to this podcast. Check it out, y'all.